You were listening to episode three of the TAP with Lola Wusu. You guys ready? Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back once again to the Think Alpha Project. As you guys know, this is a podcast. We're giving minorities a voice. We're here to empower people, to break barriers in health, wealth, career, relationships. And I'm Valentine Iwudo. I'm your host. Super honored to be here. Thank you guys once again for your time and your support. And just like we said, the Think Alpha Project, you know, it is about uplifting it's it's about us. It's about uplifting our people, our minorities in our communities. Um, and although I love talking to people who have reached a certain level of success, I think it's also important to highlight people who are on their journey, who are on the right track. And it's perfect. It's going to be perfect for me to introduce this person, a good friend of mine, Lola Wusu. So Lola Wusu, she started off her career working for J. Crew as a stylist. And she expanded her skill set and continued to work as a stylist and a designer for film, fashion, and several apparel brands. Her work has appeared on Vogue and also the red carpets at the Oscars, at the BET Awards. You know, she's been also super busy working on her very own brand, which is called Wusu, which it bridges the gap between America's material and humanistic needs. And some of the topics we really went into are using appearance to move the right people toward you, finding out who you truly are and the difference you're supposed to make in the world, and the importance of understanding your strengths and outsourcing your weak areas, especially when you're building a business. Now, I want to say something to you guys. Like, if What's cool about this is that this is someone who's moving, who's, who's been doing it, who's making a lot of progress in her field, and she's never done this before. You know, every single challenge that comes her way, she's been able to overcome. And this is the conversation that we we had before this uh, interview. But if you are someone who's building a business or you're working on a project and it's something that means a lot to you, something that's important to you, or even if you're in school and you feel like, man, I, I, I feel a little stuck, um, I really urge you to really take some mental notes, pay attention, because... We dropped some straight knowledge uh, in this episode, so I'm excited to share with that with you. All right, so without further ado, I bring to you guys celebrity stylist Lola Wusu. Yeah, so I, I just once again I, I just admire what where you've been and and even where you're at right now in your journey. Um, it's just really cool. Like I said before, like a lot of people, a lot of people do a lot of talking, but you, as you know. Yes. You know what it takes yes. to get, you know, to get to even where you are now. And I, I'm sure like you want so much more from yeah. where you are. But even even getting to where you are now, it took a lot. For sure. Like right? fully, um, fully. And that's one of those things. It's like, especially in L.A., you hear like a lot of people saying they're going to do this and they're going to do that. 
But um, especially in fashion, where it's one of those things where everyone at some point, I feel like every girl is supposed to be into fashion. Um, even in like college and whatever, they would say like, most of you aren't going to do this for a living. It's like one of the first things they say in every class. And I they would, would actually like, say that? But not me. This is it. This yeah. is it. Um, and it's funny, like before I used to think like, that was just me. Like I'm this. I, there's no plan B. This is plan A. I'm I'm in this. Right. Actually, when I was a kid, it was there was definitely this was plan C. Yeah. I was like, dang, plan C. We right. talked about that this before. Was, this was plan C. Fashion was plan C. But um, I've always been into it. And after I think it was sixth grade, I decided this is what I was going to do. So there was no like. Like I had professors whose job it was to scare people into not doing this so they wouldn't waste their time. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, they didn't really like it was funny to me. It was kind of comical, but right. it was it was a lot and it is a lot. And I think that the point was letting people know, like the only way you'll do this is if this is what you really want to do. This is your love. This is because it's, it's going to suck. Dang. <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> so what would you say about it? Like, what would you say about it sucks so much though? Um, there's just a lot of uncertainty about it. Um, it's it's a lot to do with how people feel. Um, it's a service job. It's a service mentality on something that is very saturated. So it's a saturated market. There's a million and ten people who are into fashion. There's a million and ten people who like to do marketing or merchandising with fashion or photography or whatever it is. But then call everyone wants to call themselves a designer. So there's like 1,700, like even people who don't know how to make clothes or don't know anything about it are yeah. like, I'm a clothing designer. Yeah. I make t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's, it's, there's so many people who want that title and it's a necessary thing that there's always clothing around. There's always somebody thinking of something new that it's one of those things like in order to, to even make money off of it, that's worth living off of. Right. You have to have figured something completely out the box out um, to do. It's not, you can't just do something else, but then a lot of it is you just have to do it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you have to go through all the hurdles. You have to actually do what you're supposed to do. Right. And that part is the hardest part. Yeah. No, I hear you. Okay. So wait. Okay. So let me ask you, um, what would you say, like, if you were to put what you do right now, your expertise into a summary, what would that be? Um, when I ask you, what do you do? How do you describe that? I tell people I work in the fashion industry or uh -huh. I tell them I'm a clothing designer. Okay. Um, Okay, now tell me what you easiest, really do then. It's the easiest way to <laughs> explain it. What I actually do, um, well, because of where I am in, in this transition of starting my own business, I, of course, wear like 1,500 hats. Um, mm -hmm. But I create clothing, make patterns, designs. Um, I can do, I sew them myself a lot of the time. Lately, not so much. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's real. <laughs> it takes up so much time. And I'm fast at sewing. It just, it's not the thing I loved about it. And to begin with, it's not being a seamstress. Um, but I wanted to know about like the quality of clothing. So that's why I know how. Um, but um, yeah, I make clothing and I love styling people. 
Let's, I love styling people. I don't like being a stylist um, <laughs> yeah. because it just means a lot of shopping and returning. I like to shop and things. It just takes, it's just time consuming. So, um, but it's I like do. It's like service based. It's service based, right? yeah. yeah. You just run around looking for the perfect pant in traffic of LA <laughs> <laughs> for a client who does not care as much about this look as you do. <laughs> Where you're trying to convince them how amazing it is. Um, and usually they comply with it. But uh, that's why I like designing so much is, and especially custom, um, which I'm, of course, trying to get away with because it's not as lucrative. But um, to tell somebody, like, this is where you're going and this is what you're doing and this is who I want to show people who I am and then actually create something that does all those things and makes them the most appropriately dressed person mm -hmm. in any situation to me is like golden moment of gift, lovely dipped in chocolate with sprinkles on top. <laughs> I right. love it to That's be right. like being appropriately dressed and killing the appropriateness of it like you you slay is what everyone's saying but like really like being the best dressed person and feeling your best in a situation so that you're so confident that like your clothing is not a, a deterrent of you being awesome in a situation so wait it you just adds. so you're, you're saying <laughs> so you're saying there's a lot of instances where people would, would they'll wear something that actually subtracts from right from their awesomeness um because yeah. I, I think everyone's I awesome. To, I need to check myself. It's just, nah, it's, it's like, and I'm, I'm saying no, but I really mean yes. <laughs> <laughs> not because of that. It's just if you're not thinking about that in every situation, um, and not to say like you have to because there's people like me who do it for you, and it's not everyone's gift. But um, to think of how you want people to see you is a big thing um, in any situation. Like how you want people to perceive you is um, the first way of knowing how they're going to perceive you. So for me, of course, I studied all of this and what everything means from color to cut to, you know, if I pair this with a pair of jeans, how it tones something down or brings it up with a pair of heels like or like, you know, a bow tie. I don't know. It's. There's something that's said about everything. And if you know what you want to, to say to people, because as they always say, clothing is speaking without right. speaking. It's one of those things that people automatically, they can come to you and be like, oh, you must be a powerful person. Or, oh, you must be you know, somebody who has something. Or, oh, you must be a singer. Or, oh, huh. you must be really sad <laughs> or oh you must not care about life or oh like you yeah. just woke appearance. up like this appearance and like really your appearance really is yeah. yeah and it it you could either talk your way out of believe making somebody believe something different about you but most of the time you don't get a chance to do that unfortunately um but if you're dressed like the best most appropriately dressed person in a room i promise you people who you should not be talking to are talking to are you. talking to you wow Wow. You know, it's funny you said that because I think that's something I try to do. And it's not because, you know, I'm pur purposefully trying to bait people and talk right, to you, right? Exactly. Necessarily. <laughs> but I just, I, I feel like I take pride in how I look and how I present myself. Okay. Right. So I, it's crazy that you say that because I go to events and for some reason, 
I mean, I'm also tall, so right, and you know, You're, moderately yeah. good looking. I don't know, <laughs> but but it's he like I'm just gonna slide that in. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I I think that that has a big that plays a big role in in how um how approachable you are as well. Right, right, because I've seen honestly, um, I see people who are attractive and good looking, and because they you know are wearing dated pants from 2000, period, just 2000. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> like, they're all so tall, like, you know, big black, but that's all of a sudden it goes from, oh, he's an attractive man to, oh, he looks scary and I don't want. Yeah, so true. Wow. I don't want anything. Like, he must not be up to th- something. And it's and it's sad, like, just because, you know, he didn't taper his pants to... Mm-hmm. The teens of the t- of the thousands now, people think that he's up to no good. All of a sudden, um, so what you're saying is like that that is that exists. Like people are actually thinking about these things, exactly, and they're always thinking about it, whether or not they realize it consciously or subconsciously. It's just like how you find out that Black Lives Don't Matter. <laughs> it's like the police officer. Found out that well, I'm scared of every black person I see, so I'm shooting them. <laughs> like, yeah. it's one of those things. Like, you find out, oh, like I fear for my life from something like this, or this person makes me happy. I feel this way because of this, and it's either you know media and um, you being conditioned into thinking those things, or it's your experiences in life and what that says. Um, but it's just one of those things you can't, you cannot get away from because we are visual people who human beings have to put things in categories it just makes life easier for us it's human nature yeah um so in order to put us in categories you also have to you know put personalities and who people are in categories to walk through life better so that you can actually figure out and discern what what is true quote unquote (laughs) 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 or at least what's true to you so wow You know, um, another thing I want to share about what you just said, because we literally just stumbled on this 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 topic right now, which uh. is cool. But um, I was OK. So just to talk about obviously I'm a black man. I'm in America. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm tall. I'm six, three, about 240. OK. Um, and I don't necessarily have the nicest looking resting face either <laughs> like i look serious all the time unless i'm like deliberately smiling right right <laughs> so that's and that goes into everything but what's interesting is um i was having a conversation with somebody and you know they were talking about oh being you know it's, it's crazy being a minority or being black mm-hmm. um especially in america and i go yes and i actually have something to say and you might not agree with this yeah you might not agree with this okay. and i go you know the the point I made to her was was and this this lady she's a Latina. Okay. So the point I made to her is I said you know um, I get that there's a lot of this stuff happening out here and one thing that I, I noticed and I can only speak from my experience right? right but one thing that I noticed to be true is that if you put your best foot forward wherever you go and I'm talking about appearance wise I'm talking about your the way you carry yourself. And the way you speak, if you put your best foot forward and you do your best with that, you could be black. But at the same time, I I really do believe that a lot of these things that are happening to a lot of people won't really happen to you like that. Now I know I know you're not you're you're not and you're like oh I'm like oh, I kind right? of I kind of um I've had this argument with my dad actually uh-huh. um only because 
Nigerian man, like, you know, like yeah. he he's like, if you do right, you get right. <laughs> like yeah, I, I, I don't, work your I don't way, know if I agree with that one. You though. fully, <laughs> you know. Um, but he was saying, like, yeah, a lot of these people, and this was this was a few years ago, so the only like big things that were out were like Trayvon and like, you know, he had a hoodie or you know. It was like, oh, well, they look this way. And that's why I always tell you, you should dress better or you should present yourself this way and you should do this. But then, like, you know, Philando Castillo, who's out there, like, yeah, I don't know what he was wearing or how hood he looked that Mm -hmm. day. But regardless Mm -hmm. of that, like, I I know my brothers who I know, like, (laughs) I mean, in the event that like they have been like I have been racially profiled, I'm, I and uh, I have like, numerous times. I'm sure you have as well. Yeah. But I will say that even then, like when he tells people like, "Oh, I get racially profiled," and both of them, um, the thing is that people will say, "Oh, but you how?" Like they'll be surprised. Like you're a different type of black guy, and it's like I've gotten that too. <laughs> oh yeah, but. I do. (laughs) 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 Like, yes, I have all these things. Like, I was the top of my class at my school, and I know how to present myself. I'm a doctor. Right. I was a professional. You talking about you? And you talking about your brother? Yeah, both of them. And it's like, how do you? I still am those things. Even walking, going to the hospital, I still get absolutely. Like you know, and it's it's one of those things. It's like, yes, you do get it lot a lot less in your everyday circumstances. But I mean, I got pulled over um, two months ago mm-hmm. and had the worst experience right. in LA. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And they they told me I was lying. They asked if I stole my car. <laughs> like, really? Oh, man. And this was my hoopty too. Like, oh, man. <laughs> this was before the come up. Like, oh, man. Fully, like, didn't believe that I lived in Palo Alto. Was oh, this like, was up north. This was down here. Oh, Oh, you were telling, okay, oh, man, yeah, I'm sorry that happened. And it was just, <laughs> I was like, uh, on my okay. way to see a client. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I, I guess here, I guess to that, it's like, because you're right, you're right. You know, the 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 profiling and all the, the microaggressions, I call them, um, even when I do shifts in the hospital currently, right. by the patients, I still get it all the time. Right. Um, and one, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is, Okay, I can't necessarily control that I get them, right? Because I think for an ex- to an extent, it, it's based on how I look. It's based on the fact that I have dark skin. Yeah. But what I can do is, once there is any kind of interaction, I feel like I have a little bit of not control, but I can change the outcome. It's true. The outcome of it can be a lot different. With with most things, yeah, I think, um, yeah, with most things, you can of course change your outcome by how you diffuse the situation with your words and how you speak in your vernacular or whatever, like you can diffuse the situation. Um, there have been times where even that won't diffuse the situation. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I could, we could sit here and tell stories all, all day. day. <laughs> but um, I could tell you one really quick. Um, I was in Hancock Park and I was leaving uh, a house of these kids I watch and mm-hmm. they had some break-ins in the neighborhood recently and I walked out the house to grab the kid and wanted something that I left in the car. So I ran out to pick it up from the car. And as I was going, this lady walks by, an older lady, and she goes, hi, do you know who lives there? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I just thought she was like going to tell me like, oh, tell him I say hi, because everyone's really 
comfortable in the neighborhood. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. She goes, what are their names? I was like, oh, um, I don't necessarily feel comfortable telling you that. And I'm getting my stuff. And she's like, and she keeps persisting and asking me questions. And she's like, so um, where are you? Um, where are you going? What is who do you? Why are you in that house right now then? And I was like, Ooh. oh, I watched the kids here. And then she stood there. And granted, here's what I'm wearing. I'm a little, I'm a little much that day, but this is what <laughs> I'm wearing. <laughs> I have on these, and I, I don't. I'm usually not like a label person, but just for the purpose of this, <laughs> right, right. I have these really cool sequence anthropology joggers on, gold okay. sequence, like full gold sequence, like okay. you're right, real swanky, real cool. You know, I have no idea what that silver, means. Right? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know joggers. I know okay, joggers. you know so what a jogger? Yeah. Just so are you looking shiny? Like you're looking like real urban right now. A little right? urban, but I have on these um, not urban, just real cool. Just, yeah, just cool. <laughs> like, just cool. I, okay, all right. And then I had these um, silver oxfords on, so I'm really shiny. And I think I had like a t-shirt, like a, a real nice t-shirt, but it was just a t-shirt. And um, I'm not, I think this like shiny thing. So I'm really shiny, right? I'm not conspicuous in uh, any way, right. shape, or form. Like I'm show, I'm like, and so I turned and I was like, huh. And then I get out of my car and she's still standing there and she's looking. And I was like, the family actually was there. I was like, you could say hi if you want to say hi. And she was like, no, 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 it's fine. And then I looked at her and I asked you, I asked her. Do you, do you think I'm an intruder? And she goes, quite frankly, yes. Oh, <laughs> like, she actually admitted. Well, that sucks. <laughs> wow. Wow. I was like, I'm sorry you feel that way. And I walked back in the house. <laughs> like, wow. Like. Wow. Wow. There's Sometimes there's just nothing you can do. Like. Yeah, you can't. It has nothing to do with it. You know, you know that has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with how I was dressed. It had nothing to It was just everything to do with my color of skin. Like, right. fully. But you know what I love, though? I love the way you handled that. Right. I mean, of course, it didn't escalate. I didn't yell at her like, you racist. Little. Or neither did you take it personally. I didn't. No. It was just like, oh, there's a black person in the neighborhood you think. Uh, sex for you. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Exactly. And you know what? That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> this is what I tell people because a lot of, honestly, like the conversations that I have around this specific topic, yeah. and, and we'll, uh, you know, obviously we'll move on to uh, s- some other good right, stuff right, too. Right. Good, you know, good stuff too. But a lot of what I get in, with this topic is people uh, play the victim. Yeah. And it's all they do. That's the thing. And it's like, okay, I get that this is a reality, but guess what? It's a reality. Yeah. You know, you don't get mad. I mean, you probably do get mad, but you don't get mad because it starts raining outside. Right. You, you might get mad, actually. But what but, can you do about it? But what do you do about <laughs> it? You can't take that personal. So if you, I just learned that if I treat things in life, like that's just, sometimes things are the way life is. And I can just control my part of things. Right. Not take it personal. Just take it and do my best in that situation. I feel like you always come out on top, or right. you come out at the best outcome that you can you can come out of. What do you think about that? One hundred percent, like one hundred percent. And I think that's it's hard to say that and and live it. It's easy to say that. It's hard to live it. Um, yeah, I know. Like today, I got so mad. I it was after. I had started off my morning really good. Five o'clock usual wake up time. I you know read my Bible, got in the good word listen to worship music, decided to go grocery shopping before I went to the gym oh, right. so that I could avoid people. And they had me go into the self-checkout line. 
which took like a half hour. <laughs> oh, did they? Because I had all these fruits and vegetables. Like, if I want to be a checkout person, I would have gotten a job. Yeah, a exactly. Like, I don't. Exactly. And then they opened up the line, and I got so angry. I was like, pissed. Like, yeah, yeah. would okay. have cussed somebody out in like <laughs> a matter of seconds with the worship music playing in right. my ear. <laughs> I'm about to cuss somebody out. Like, if you don't come over here and tell me which one of these cucumbers is which <laughs> before I leave, I was pissed. And it took me like two hours to calm down. Like, at least yeah, I, I, I like went to the gym. Was pissed off at the gym. Was like I can't do this, and I left. <laughs> like, got mad at like everybody on the street, like honking. Like it was stupid. It was stupid, and it was like there's no reason. But it's like I, the whole time I kept thinking like, Lo, this isn't a big deal. Calm down. Calm down. Right. And it's one of those things. It's like you have to like actively not take on anything like to me it was like they did this on purpose uh-huh yeah <laughs> why would you why would that be true though yeah exactly exactly like they're out to come get you right like they ain't worried about they you worried about me. <laughs> trying to get their job done i was like i'm so far removed from life where i think that this is the worst thing that's happened to me because <laughs> it took me a half hour right to go to the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly no, so I'm Personal glad. I'm, I'm just glad you make it. Yeah, exactly. it's like <laughs> yeah, try li- try living. You know, I, I lived in Nigeria for four I, right, years. Right. I'm telling you, try living in a third world country <laughs> where none of this at all is even. None of this even exists to be a problem. Like you go into I a, think, a yeah. you go into a store. Most places in Nigeria or any, I bet any third world country, you don't get the sliding doors opening up before you. You don't get carts. You know, it doesn't happen. It's like you. <laughs> What what you see though is you go through this like it's a dirt road and on either side there's like wooden tables and it's flies around the meat and but the meat is selling. <laughs> the meat people are buying the meat. And if you don't get there on time, you run out of meat and fish. Like that's how real it is. It's customer wow. service. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy. There's a lot of uh, a lot of first world problems, but hey, you can't blame anybody, right. especially if they haven't experienced anything. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And you just have to remind yourself that it is a first world problem. Yeah, like you're Nigerian. Saying. Come on. I know. Come <laughs> it on, was a random like. You need to get this, Miss <laughs> Palo Alto. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I promise you, I live there, but I definitely it's different was not huh? of. Right. Right. So so okay. So tell me about. Um, because when we had a conversation before, you talked about the part of Te- Palo Alto that you actually lived in. Yeah. So just like briefly tell me about, about okay. that. Okay. Um, that you grew up in. Okay. Because now so you're in I LA. Up, now I'm in LA. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I grew up in Palo Alto, um, which is like the tech capital of the world and um, and the home of Stanford University. Mm-hmm. Um what else? I grew up in like Midtown Palo Alto. Um, and for me, I actually grew up in a low income housing like sector. So it was a very diverse group of people. It was really fun and awesome. Um, but honestly, like my middle school, like down the street was Steve Jobs. Like it was a very like went to school with like people from Hewlett and Packard and like, you know, of Hewlett and Packard. Um, but at the same time, it was Everyone was so down to earth about it all. (laughs) You didn't realize it. Like Steve Jobs was just the guy who like sometimes donated stuff to school. (laughs) Like he wasn't like, oh, that's Steve Jobs. Like for a few people who knew, like because this was before all the all the 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 buzz. This was like 
middle school, when I actually got to middle school, I think that I, I remember my friend, I wonder how many people are going to listen to this, <laughs> but I remember a friend, right? <laughs> I'm like giving everything away. Um, but my friend, her mom was one of like the leaders of Napster. And so she got the iPod first before it came out. And it was like this cool, like, and I was like, what is that thing? <laughs> you, know, you know, thick little like yeah. white box. Um, and she's like, it's an MP3 player. It plays music and what da da And she's like, it's going to be able to play all the songs that you download. And it was like this cool, weird thing. But um, it wasn't like, oh, that guy. <laughs> right. right. He was just like, I even have a funny story about my brother interacting like on Halloween trick-or-treating. He gave out Adwala bars instead of candy and people would TP his house all the time. TP Steve Jobs' house? That's funny. Like, and my brother got caught, <laughs> but Steve Jobs, like, <laughs> but he didn't know, he didn't realize how significant this story was until, until like, <laughs> a lot later. <laughs> but he, like, sat him down and talked to him about following the crowd. <laughs> like, he did? Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was such a weird, like, he didn't realize this till he was, like, I think out of high school even, where he was like, huh. Wow. This guy is like, you know, something. He was just that guy that lives near my homegirl's house. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you lived, you lived in that kind of area with this kind of people, but you were though in a, in like right. low income housing. Exactly. Though. Right. Um, because my parents moved here from Nigeria and, um, number one thing was education. Mm -hmm. They just wanted good education. And honestly, we got really great public school education there. Um, uh, there's private schools there, but honestly, the public school education was great. And um, yeah, there was nothing stopping my mother from getting her kids the top of Making the line. <laughs> so <laughs> I wouldn't say that, like, like I say, whenever people say, like, we weren't, we weren't of Palo Alto, but we grew up there. We were right. of it, right. and yeah. we definitely became like, like. And I, this is, sounds so weird saying it like this because it's usually people just know. Um, but when I'm here, I realize nobody knows who we are. But like really in Palo Alto, people knew <laughs> the Wooses. Like, oh, really? They knew people us. knew the family. We were like that family. We were good at sports. We were educated and we were nice people that said hi to you when you walked down the yeah, street. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and we just loved on people. That was like our thing. We still do that. Like you will know if there's a Wusu in your neighborhood because we said hi to everybody. Oh, <laughs> like, that's cool. That's cool. So yeah, it's it was definitely a fun experience. Definitely an interesting one growing up with all that wealth around you. Um, but it wasn't as hard to grow up with that much wealth because the people there at the time were very down to earth about it. It wasn't right. like tricking off. Like, right, they right, right. <laughs> like people were like, oh, I got a new Prius. Have you seen this car? Before Priuses were like huge. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. People with wealth did that. Like, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Whereas out here, it's like, look at my rolls. And so like, okay, so now <laughs> fast forward. Because how many siblings do you have now? I have um, three I'm siblings. Sure. I'm the youngest of four. Um, okay. Five, four kids in five years. Okay. So yep. we're, we're Work. close. Okay, cool. So you are, you have how many brothers? Two brothers, one sister. And one sister. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so now fast forward in life, you guys are all successful. Like You guys are successful. We're on our way to there. Come on. Right. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
Yeah, we're as always. You're never where you're exactly want to be. Yeah, it's all. I'm but just, yes, yeah. we are definitely. I'll start with um, my eldest brother. He um, played in the NFL. Went to Stanford. Played in the NFL. Quit. Is now a surgeon at Harvard. How cool is that? No big deal. You know, just you know. <laughs> and then uh, my other brother Tolu. So Timmy just turned thirty-four. So Tolu's thirty. And he was like Olympic bound athlete. He got injured like right at the beginning. Um, I think it was 2012. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, he opened up his own gym afterwards. um, He trains a lot of professional athletes and he um, created this new form of body movement or new understanding of body movement in a holistic way after his injuries and realizing that he could actually help people prevent injuries beforehand um, and of course help them after so he's doing big things in the bay with people (laughs) 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 and then my sister she's her goal is to reform like the education system right now she's working with um tech company in palo alto so cool yeah (laughs) yeah and you're bootstrapping and i'm bootstrapping all the way all the way struggle (laughs) i like that that's good all the way so starting my own company it's so yeah (laughs) so you guys went from low housing to Mm -hmm. where you guys are now and it's just man i just love hearing that you know my my family's the same way you know we grew up in low housing in Mm -hmm. here in, in south central so and we were, I mean, I, I wish, I kind of wish I had Steve Jobs down the street. That would be cool. It was more like stray dogs that were to chase you. <laughs> and some gangbangers that might steal your bike. But it's cool. It's all good. Yeah. But what's, but what's cool is that it's like where you've been yeah. has nothing to do with where you, you know, where where you might end up. It's right. all the choices that you make. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because you, okay, so where you are right now, entrepreneur, you're making it happen, you're bootstrapping, you've got a couple employees or people that you're paying to, to help you build what you're trying to build. Right? right? Yeah. It's, okay, not a lot of people can say they do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big deal. It is. It's, it's one of those things that I had to bite the bullet to do, honestly, because I was running around doing things myself. And it wasn't until it was like around Christmas time. Yeah. I was at home doing something for a client and my dad was seeing how hard I was working and he was like he's driving me to the airport after this because I had to drop this stuff off to a client and run around and do all this stuff and he's like I need you to have a seamstress (laughs) in a month you have a month (laughs) to pay somebody to do this it doesn't matter if you're losing money to do this you will have peace of mind. Yes, yes. And I was like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing like it. Nothing like it. Yeah, that's right. So nothing like some good advice from Pop Wusu. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it's one of those things like at one point you realize that I've worked for a lot of people and some people who never feel comfortable giving the reins to somebody else yeah. and they never grow. So then it's like you're in this, you know, of wanting to grow and having all this good stuff, but you can't actually grow because you never gave up some responsibility to anyone and working with people who almost give it up too freely. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I always saw the benefit in giving it up freely. 
Um, so that's what I'm trying to do on something that is like your baby. Like it is yours. Like right. it's your money. But being okay with it not being 100% perfect because at least your mind is 100% like mm. here. And I think not enough people realize like find somebody who can do it at least kind of so that you can train them at least to do it the way you want it. So oh, that's man. one thing I learned. Right. Yeah, I've had a uh, peace of mind is everything. And my my dad also talks about that all the time. Oh you know? yeah, but he it's crazy because he doesn't talk about it in the sense of like an employee or somebody that yeah. you're hiring. He talks about it in general. He's like he's like nothing is nothing costs like nothing is worth your peace of mind. Right, there's nothing like your peace of mind would trump everything, and it, it's just so cool because I have I have a, a an assistant too. And a lot of people were, cra- you know, thought I was crazy. They're yeah. like, "Do you just, yeah, you, you make a little bit of money, but dang, why, why you spend all your money getting an assistant?" I'm like, "Oh, you don't understand. You don't understand." Somebody else, yeah, and, <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> handle. yeah. Especially because I'm not even that kind of person to uh, to that. I recognize that that's my weakness. Right. I I have a hard time being consistent with, with like things that require like some monotony. Yeah. I have a hard time. So what I'd rather do is, look, if I can be in, in the creation part of it right. and batch things together, be it content, be it whatever, and then create a process, create right. a step-by-step for somebody else to do. Exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. Like, that you know, is that, 100%. Yeah. Like, my friends, even in college, used to say, you need an assistant, Loa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were low-key my assistants. <laughs> like, it was not my strong suit. They exactly. always said, you need an assistant. You got all this going on. Like You, you got a lot going on. Busy girl. You're a busy girl. That's it so was, cool, though. Yeah. But it's, it's true. It's Your peace of mind is just. It's fully, I think, the most important thing to protect yeah. when you're trying to do something like this. And know your weaknesses. Like, just know them. Know your weaknesses, Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, even the past, and I'll tell you, I went, I, I mean, I damn near went broke about almost a year ago because I was trying to build my business in a way where there are a lot of people doing it. Yeah. And it was being glorified by the community that I was a part of, which is great. Yeah. You know, it's working for a lot of people. But- I, I don't know. It's like I was blindly just trying to do it, yeah. and I was being, you know, encouraged by a lot of people. But for some reason, I was mediocre at best. Yeah, because it required me always following up, always being, you know, uh, making yeah. sure. And I'm just not good at that stuff. Yeah. And so I realized that if that's something you're not good at, if you, if if you're not good, well, first off, you know when you're good at something. Yeah. That's the first thing <laughs> you should know because. Just off natural, like natural ability, it's if if you can do something naturally. That others are struggling to do, right. you know that that's you know. Just, that's you're good you know at that. That's you. That's you. You need to <laughs> stick with that, right? You need to stick with that. But if there's other things that other people are doing and it looks like it seems like they're doing well, but for some reason, the results you get from trying right. to do that are just terrible. The worst. Yeah. I don't care if you're starting a business. I don't care if it's a workout. You need you need to cut that. Find somebody exactly. else to do it or do something else. Like it, it's somebody else that does it better. Let yeah, them, exactly. Let them do it. Let better. Let them do it better. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yeah. So that's why I, I just try to tell people that all the time. And but it took me three years of watching my business literally like crumble oh, wow. for me to get to the point where it was like, yeah. this is not working. Yeah. Like I have to actually yeah. make a different move. And you know it's, it's it's the reason why I made I'm making the move I, I am now. And right. It's a completely different pivot. It's the same business, but a completely different right. direction and the pivot and the way I'm doing it. Right. Now I'm just leading with what I'm good at, you know, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> let yeah, somebody exactly. else. I definitely had a lot of that, and 
like I was saying, like being a seamstress, like I used to get mad, like real mad. At first, I actually quit designing at one point because I did some bridesmaids dresses and it was the worst experience of my life. The part that I was the most mad about with this experience <laughs> was that I missed so many beach days. Oh. <laughs> Sitting in a room You gotta sewing. live your life, <laughs> You gotta live your life. Oh, that's cool. Could have been at the beach and I was sitting at this machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This ain't my life. Um, so I quit, honestly. It was such a bad experience to me that I was like, you know what? I'm not a designer. Like, I don't love it. I don't love it. It's true what they said and in, in my professor would say. I was like, this isn't it. <laughs> so I went to graphic design and tried to make my life making money doing graphic design because that's where all the money's at, you know. And I'm good at it. Like, I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And I could understand like what looks good. So I was like, okay, I can make logos and do this. So I did. I, I could not handle that life either. Oh, like man. sitting at dang. a computer and like <laughs> dang, dang, dang. Caring about these little things. I was like, this is just like sewing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, back to work. <laughs> so I went back to to retail and worked in corporate um and did all these little things and I was good at that. I was good at leading people and I was good at um, styling people and I was good at fashion and merchandising. Like I'm very great at what is visual. Um, hmm. I just am really bad at caring about the things I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's like, that's it. And it was hard to like be at this place every day, 4 a.m., 2 a.m., 1 a.m. Because when you merchandise, you're there. You're like the ants at night that change the stores around. And it's like these very meticulous things I would dream about. Like, should the denim go here? Or should the <laughs> wall sets in my dreams? Really, that's how I like thought of everything. I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> like right, All right, I right. did was dream wall sets. <laughs> oh, my God. And um, then I had to go. I got. Um, I did styling on the side because, like, okay, I can still do fashion. I do this. I'm really great at styling. Like, I can put some clothes together like nobody's business. And I got a photo shoot for this lookbook, and I was, of course, going to be lead stylist on this thing. Told them they didn't give me the time off. They did. Then the week came, and they wouldn't give me the time off. They said we have a mandatory meeting. Sorry, you can't go. And I was like. <laughs> So I went anyway. <laughs> oh, there you go. And what I'm talking about. They tried to say a whole bunch of other things about how unprofessional I was, and they didn't know that For I leaving? went. They, oh, they didn't, didn't know even... I went. So where then? Where did all that come from? It was just in general. In general, it was just all this, and God was like, "You're not supposed to be here." That's, that's and I what was it like, is. Okay. So I left, I, and I started doing styling, and I worked for some designers, and um, that's how I got it. But like, it took a lot of like, you're making money, you're not making money, you know what you're doing, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, all of this, like, and it was like, I know where I felt like I was at home. It was either on set styling and like looking at the meticulous things I care about. Right. Or um it was like making somebody's like day by how they looked like in their life, red carpet, whatever. I did not like styling in terms of running around for the perfect sweater at this showroom and that showroom and this store and returning this and yeah. all that. And so I was like, you know what? Like every time I would go to showroom I'm like 
this would be really dope if I just designed it like this. <laughs> and I was like redesigning everyone's designs. And I was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a freaking designer. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Every time I wear something that I couldn't find at a store and wore it to some event, I got stopped by 17 people when they're supposed to be looking at my client because I had last minute made this dress in 10 minutes, but they want the dress I made in 10 minutes wow. and not this That's how you know you have a umpteen talent. thousand dollars. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, Okay. I'm a designer. Yeah. Let me just, I'm a designer. <laughs> yep. So I had to like bite the ball. I just did some, a few just to see like where I was at with people. Um, and now here I am like trying to launch a new line and hopefully it gets great reviews and all that stuff. But it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of little things. Yeah. A whole and lot it's a of lot of like, I had to quit everything. Last year I quit everything. I was the most broke I'd ever been in my life last year. How was that? Like fully. And the, on top of that, God was like, I want you to get rid of everything, like my apartment, everything. It was really annoying. It was, you know, it was very freeing, actually. I got mm. rid of 75% of my wardrobe, like for somebody mm. who's like me who worked in retail and does fashion. That was, mm, that was so tough, difficult. Was it? It's like, I still think about stuff. I'm like, oh, gave that away. Um, That's gone. That's gone. <laughs> But yeah, it was like, it was rough. And I was like, okay, I had this apartment downtown. I had to let go of that and try to downsize so I could focus on my business. And it, it was the best decision I've ever made. But it was like, dang, I have never been so broke in my life. Absolutely. Dang. Um, the fact that you're willing that, to go there, though, like to get to that point. Right. And still believe in where you're going. There's no like, there's no doubt in my mind at this point. After all those tries of trying to do something easier. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's like, I could be making more money right now doing something easier. No doubt about it. But like, I know, I know, I know a doubt in my mind. I'm supposed to be a designer. Not only that, like, and uh, I don't know who listens, who's listening to this. I'm definitely, obviously, you can tell I'm very spiritual in the church. Um, right. But um, yeah, um, enough people prophesied over me about my life and my dream. And God told me when I was a kid, it was just me forgetting, like, this is what you're doing. Like, you're supposed to change lives and the game. <laughs> and right. I'm like, right. cool. <laughs> and it's such a big dream and a big problem but like big. as time goes on i see like little nuggets of how it's gonna happen and i'm like i don't see how it's gonna happen but i see like the possibilities of it happening and it's like well every time like i'm closer to it it's like there's no reason why i'm not gonna be like a name and it sounds so like kanye to say <laughs> but you better love it hey nobody's gonna promote you as much as you promote yourself it's it's a weird, and to me, I don't even feel like I have to promote myself, which is why I'm so like right. passionate about it. It's like, yeah, it's happening. You can believe it or not, yeah. but it's happening. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, why. That's, that's, that's why they say, "Don't <laughs> believe me, just watch." Yep. Yeah. It's uh, man. That's that's really inspiring. Um, wow. Just know that I'm here to support you. Uh, yeah, I'm here to support you however I can support I appreciate likewise. you've been gracing us right now Whatever. with some nuggets. It's been great. <laughs> it's been great. You know, so you've been brought some good stuff out of me, man. That's that's 
you got awesome. you got a lot of good stuff. I'm trying. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> it's an everyday project. It's always, everyday project. always. Yes. You get better every day. Every single one day. step at a time. So okay. So another question is, how do you? I want to hear about like there. I know there's got to be one th- one uh, instance in your mind where you've had probably one of the worst seasons ever in your life as it relates to this journey. Like maybe the the time you just talked about how broke you were. I don't know if that's it though, because I when I think of it for me, this was I was September. It was September <laughs> two thousand and sixteen, and I was in my bed in tears for days. It was an overcast day. <laughs> so I want I want to know, and obviously there's a whole story to that, but I want to know. So sorry. People that. need to. Yeah. I know, right? I hey, know best that, thing yeah. to happen though. Isn't that right. crazy how that? Right. It's crazy how that works. Oh. Like, but I want to know, you know, if just briefly what what that is, you know, for you, and what that was for you. Um. I can't pinpoint just one. I feel like the last five years has been like a series of the worst <laughs> times. Oh, yeah. But the best of times. It was the worst of times. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep going. It's all good. It's all good. But I really could say that um, there's like three pivotal moments, I would say. Um, this last year when I was the brokest was actually the easiest. And I don't know if it's because I was so used to it. <laughs> You like, so used to it? Used to like misfortune or whatever. But um All right. So um I know you you sprinkled in like the challenges that you've been facing. Right. You know, in doing this. But I, I guess I want to know like what's where is your challenge now? Like what are you challenged by right right now? Right now? Even in your life, because I know you have as much as you're willing to share. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to know what what cha- was where where are your challenges right now? <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Okay, because <laughs> yeah, it might be something super personal. I don't. Oh, you know. okay. <laughs> Gosh, dang! It's like, um, okay. Challenges now on the real. I am staying at a friend's house right now, mm-hmm. um, and I would like my own space. She's awesome and amazing, and supports me starting my business and was like, yeah. Um, but I was supposed to move in with another friend. Long story short, it didn't work out. Mm. And then she was like, well, why don't you just stay with me? It was supposed to be temporary. I've been with her for about a year now. Okay. It's, it's worked. We, we like started some other things together and whatever. But um, I just need my own space in terms of like I have – I make new things every day. So Right, right. <laughs> um. So that's one um, huge challenge. And I've, every time I like find an apartment or somebody and, you know, the whole point was for me to downsize and not like get this. Don't go crazy. Right. So um, every time, though, it just doesn't work out. So I'm like, sheesh. Anyway, um, so that's one. I had just had a challenge. It's no longer a challenge. And that was my car before. Um, so breaking down. Yeah. Or? It was just I was spending too much money on this little oh, I hate that. little bucket. But just got a new one, so hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, other challenges in terms of business, um, of course, like keeping with my seamstresses and like making sure they're good, they understand what I'm trying to say, they understand my notes, because um, I don't make them go to all my fittings and everything. So it's like how to communicate, be a good leader, 
help them feel confident in themselves so that they do good work and enjoy the life of working for me. (laughs) Because really, like, yeah, you can get employees, but like, I don't care how small they are, you have to treat them with the utmost respect. And treat my goal. Exactly. And trying to pay them with the utmost everything just so that they feel comfortable with where they are at. So I'm not losing people or going through like, you know, I want people to stay with me. Um, Mm. And at the same time, like knowing that if you make great leaders, then they are probably going to leave soon. (laughs) That's always the case. Um, So, yeah, there's that. There's um, like some stuff like this industry, especially in L.A., falls through a lot. I just had a movie deal that just fell through. So it was like this thing, like I hired another person. I did all these things to cover my um, time for the movie that it was going to be a month of shooting. And the funding fell through last minute on this film. So (laughs) it was like, ah. (laughs) I had already spent like three weeks of time prepping for this, and I didn't get paid. Um, So that. Um, I'm starting a new business, so it's like getting on top of the little things. Like I have a new line coming, and like how much of each thing. I have a consultant who's helping me with everything, and it's like, dealing with all these meetings like this is the meetingest city in the world i have meetings every day and trying to handle that and then i have the part-time like nanny thing i'm doing so it's like in like all of these like it's just a whole new world of like balancing my time and schedule right which used to not be a strong suit is becoming one getting better (laughs) um my assistants and all that have helped greatly but um writing things down i'm really good at oh yeah gotta do that um but yeah there's that there's like trying to like not be single in la (laughs) (laughs) turn up (laughs) um and um yeah you have time for you i'm saying you got time for all that hey I got time to not be, I will make time. Um, plus it's fun. Like I, I've never wanted to be this businesswoman who like has everything and then is like, okay, now how am I going to fit this man in this? Mm. Like, nah, like I'd rather build with somebody than like, you know, have it and be 50 and like, I never had kids. <laughs> 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 Oh my God. Um, I know it's sad, but it's true. Um, <laughs> plus, like, I just life is better that way. Um, yeah, um, my dad had cancer last year, which was also another. I mean, it, it was a blessing that I didn't have a job last year, and mm-hmm. I decided to do this because I was able to go home and help him. But um, it also just means that he needs more help in general. So it's like all these challenges, but at the same time, they're not really like. Like, I still got high hopes. Like, it's not even just high hopes. It's like, I can see everything in fruition. I'm actually starting this new, I can't talk about it, actually. Oh, oh, (laughs) it's like that. That's real. I forgot. If you can't talk about it. It's going to be amazing. Do I need to sign an NDA? Like, non-disclosure? No. No, because this is going somewhere. Uh, Okay, yes, you can shouldn't talk. Yeah, okay. So you guys will find out. Okay, good. (laughs) Then we'll have you next again in the future. goes through. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'll definitely be here talking about it. That would be, oh man, that yeah. would be great. That would be really good. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Be great. Okay. So you already have new, you have new projects you're working yeah, on. Yeah. I'm always on projects. You know, it's funny is my brother, you know, I'm just remembering this. My brother told me he, um, 
the second brother. <laughs> Since we all know you, you know, your family now. He, once I was bored, uh, it was some Sunday, summer afternoon, which was very rare because my mom always made us go to summer school and like things. So I was bored. I was like, oh, I'm bored. Like, and my friends can't hang out, like my three friends. <laughs> <laughs> and like none of the neighborhood kids were out like wanting to play. Like usually there was always a neighborhood kid who wanted to play. <laughs> right, right, right. I was like, dang, like I'm bored and he was like you should never be bored you should always think about something that you want to do for yourself there should never be a time when you're bored and i promise you since that day i've never been bored <laughs> like, wow yep yep ever so there's always something that i should be or could be, could doing, be doing so true is, it's a good thing and a bad thing like sometimes i really want to do nothing mm-hmm. i miss the feeling of boredom but like no yeah. it's good it's good i'm the same way i I've, I don't even know. I don't remember what it feels like to be bored. Like there's always something. Something. <laughs> and then if there isn't, it's like you create a new project. Created a new, yeah. And it's like, well, what can I do? Like, why? What am I supposed to be doing at this hour? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm not, if I'm relaxing, then it's I'm relaxing. But I've never been bored. Like, there's always something. You can create awesome things. So, yeah. There's right. no such thing. There's uh. awesome things coming. And that's what makes me excited. So like now I'm not struggling because I see it. It's like the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm like, it's coming. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to revel in this moment <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. we'll see how long it lasts. It also seems like you're having a lot of fun. I am. Like every day is conquering a fear. And I'm getting used to being uncomfortable, which is I think a huge thing when you're doing anything that has to do with your dream or purpose is getting used to not being comfortable because anything new and great and you're the one person who can do whatever it is that you're supposed to do. It shouldn't be comfortable because you've never seen it before. You've never felt it before. It should just be comfortable in that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. But it's not like, like I've gotten used to like not knowing certain things. Like, are you going to be free in two months? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know. Right. Are you going to be free tomorrow? <laughs> I know for the most part, but like, yeah, it's cool to be uncomfortable, um, comfortable with the uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love it. So, okay. So if there was, um, if there's one just good piece of advice, right. Yeah. For, for folks out there who are trying to figure things out in life, feel a little lost. Yeah. And, and they, they don't know where to go or where to look. Right. Um, to find what their purpose is, where they can go. Like, what what message would you give to them based on what you've been through? Um, at the risk of sounding like cliche. Don't care. Just say it. Christian girl. <laughs> I don't care. Just say it. It's really one is finding, finding out who you are. And to me, the best way of doing that is like understanding how much you're, you, you're loved so you understand how much you love yourself. For me, of course, it's how much God Jesus loves me. It's like the more I realize that, the more I understand how much I have inside of me that is meant to spread love to other people. And that's to me what it comes down to is what is your best way of showing your love and how you're wired to show love. Um, So to me, figure out that portion of you. You know it. It's inside of you. There's something that's in you that you're wired to do to make people's day better because 
he cares about how everyone loves everyone. It's mm-hmm. like you're supposed to, you're here to help other people understand that better about themselves every day because it's an everyday struggle. So we need everyone to be on board. Right. So the more you understand how much you affect other people and the more you understand how much you are made to make huge differences in the world, um, you have to get comfortable with it. Right. The more you get comfortable with it, the more you're living in your life and the more you can enjoy your life like fully. There's this one song I'm gonna go on a tangent and i know we don't have much time go ahead (laughs) there's a song pharrell has on his last album girls and it was um i just heard it that's why i'm saying it you gotta go inward to experience the atmosphere that was made for you is what he says. Mm-hmm. I would sing it for you, but nobody wants to hear that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you have to go inward. You have to understand who you are. You got to go in, see your inner peace. Who are you? What is it that makes you click? And understand your peace and how to spread that. And then you can experience how great the world is because you've understood your purpose, who you are, which is to make everybody else feel loved. So that's to me, that's what it is. And then you got to conquer your fear and be comfortable with fear because you got to get over the fear because your love for yourself and other people is greater than fear than fear exactly so then you can do anything and then you're a superhero and you can conquer the world <laughs> one, one day at a time <laughs> one day at a time that <laughs> <laughs> also uh comic but geek but we'll get into that we'll another, into time another time <laughs> okay <You're a> superhero. <laughs> right right well, Lola, I appreciate this. This is this was oh, great. I enjoyed myself, <laughs> and I enjoyed. I, I I really appreciate you giving us your time. You just bless us. You oh, you bless you. me. You bless <laughs> us and all the listeners out there. Um. So I how how can we reach you? Um, Where do we go to reach you right now? Right now, mm-hmm. Lola Wusu at Lola Wusu. This is Samson. You can go to at Lola Wusu on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and just kidding. It's not on Twitter. I don't tweet. Tweet. Um, <laughs> Instagram, um, Facebook. I might be on Twitter by then. My consultant wants me to get one. Twitter? And yeah, lolawusu.com, L O L A W U S U.com. Such okay. a catchy Nigerian name. It's, you, you know, got longer. Lucky. I got lucky. I got Oselo Kai Udo. If I want to give the full, it's Oluwa Dami Lola. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dami. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Right. Yes. I got lucky with my nickname. Yes. And my last name, Wusu. You never hear before. Yeah, Wusu is, is very Better. unique. Yeah. So Lola Mighty Wusu. warrior is what it means, just so y'all know. You got to live up to the name? Yeah. My first name means God has made me wealthy. So it's Dang, wealthy warrior geez. just sitting here like, what? Like, what? Well, you y'all know who you are. wearing these clothes like wealthy warriors? Like, what? <laughs> 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 oh, my. And this is the point where I get. Yeah, it's just, okay. Right? It's just, all, like, <laughs> I was like, how do we get to this? The hour happened. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> all right, so lolawusu.com. Yes. And then at lolawusu. At lolawusu on, on all the on social Instagram. medias, yes. Social medias. So none other than me. That's right. Only one. Only one. Well, once again, I just want to acknowledge you too. Um, you're really, really inspiring. I, we had a conversation, I know, we at, at Coffee Bean. And I don't know, I feel like we were there for a while. Yeah. I just want, <laughs> I just want you to know, like, you... It's just, it's not easy and it's not easy to do the things that you've already done so far. I know you feel like you have so much more to go. I feel the same way about my journey yeah. too, but it's just cool to know that, you know, I, I know someone like you who's connected um, to their own purpose, like the, the way you are. 
and who's just no matter what, just going for it, no matter how many setbacks come in the way. Cool. You know, just want to acknowledge you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And likewise for doing this. Yeah. You say you want to do know. something, and here and, we are. And then you do. We don't. A week later. Right. I told you, right? <laughs> Making things happen, right? We don't just talk, we do. Not just talking, right. All right. So I just want to say thank you once again. Thank you for having me here. It's awesome. So there you have it, guys. What an amazing conversation. I appreciate all of you guys for sticking through it. I hope you guys learned something. What did you guys take away? Let us know what you took away. Make sure you go to thinkalpha.net forward slash the number three. Thinkalpha.net forward slash three and share what you learned for yourself and what you're taking away from this conversation, okay? A couple other things too. Also, make sure you go to thinkalpha.net forward slash iTunes. Subscribe and leave a review. I'm telling you guys, the support means everything. I really appreciate it. There's a lot of work that goes behind this, but I'm hoping you guys get so much value out of these conversations that we're having, okay? So, Get out there, make some moves. What you waiting on? See y'all on the next one. Peace.